Hebe Social. A mini series brought to you by Hebe Beauty Bar in Red Deer, Alberta. If you're tuning in for the first time, our goal is to provide education about aesthetic services offered here at Hebe Beauty Bar. My name is Samantha. I'm going to be the moderator today. I feel like most of you know me, but I'm one of the nurse injectors at Hebe Beauty Bar. And we've got our very own esthetician, Miranda, here to share her knowledge about chemical peels. Welcome. Thank you, Samantha. I'm really excited about chemical peels just as a topic. I love chemical peels. I've been doing chemical peels since I ever started doing aesthetics. So this is such a great topic to educate people on. I also love chemical peels. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. I've had like, I want to say five or six perfect peels. And I'm a huge fan, huge fan of the perfect peel. <laughs> I know what it does for my skin. I know like how my skin looks after those chemical peels, but I don't actually know the exact science behind it. So to me, I'm like, this is a great episode, even for just me, because mm-hmm. we're going to get into a little bit of nitty gritty. For sure. Yeah, that sounds great. Okay. Awesome. All right. So what, big question, <laughs> what are chemical peels? And yeah, like what is the science actually behind uh, what a chemical peel does? For sure. So a chemical peel is a procedure where acid is actually applied to the skin. And the acid itself stimulates controlled injury to the skin, and it kind of kicks your skin in the butt to repair itself. So the acid exfoliates the layers of the skin to reveal a new healthy layer of the skin. So doing this technique over and over, basically until the skin repairs itself. So it helps with any texture, any discoloration, acne, any kind of plethora of issues. Okay, cool. Um, Are there different types of chemical peels? And what would we, like, how would we pick that? Or what type of skin condition would you choose for those types of chemical peels? Absolutely. So there's kind of like a two categories for chemical peels. There's the AHA, so the alpha hydroxy acids, which contain the glycolic acid and lactic acid. And there's also the beta hydroxy, the BHA um, acid peels, which is mainly mysalicylic acid. So with my AHA peels, that's usually good for all skin types, all skin colors. Um, It can help brighten the skin, helps promote collagen growth and treats any discoloration. Whereas my BHA, my beta alpha, um, my beta alpha hydroxy acids, <laughs> um, usually is going after acne, acne scars, any textures, and any fine lines and wrinkles. Oh, okay, cool. I like that. Um, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, the more so, you know. Learning, learning things, and then um, so. I like that. I like the big words, but I think something. <laughs> I was like tripping over them myself. No, I was like, hundred percent. So I feel like with our listeners, they're probably the same. Like they're like, what? Mm-hmm. Which understandable. So I feel what we hear often is people saying like a medium deep peel, mm-hmm. or, or sorry, a medium or a deep peel or a superficial, yeah. whatever. So yeah, like what's kind of the difference between those and what's to expect between those? For sure. So with lighter peels, they target more of the superficial layers of the skin that's mainly to help with any um, surface kind of concerns such as like pore size some pigmentation and some acne lesions if someone's having a breakout whereas deeper peels on the other side of that um, such as the derma peel as you've had yourself um, that's a more concentrated um, acid and it can go beyond the top layers of the skin to target deeper pigmentation acne scars deeper lines or even um, deeper texture as well Okay, so obviously that that makes perfect sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, medium's not going to be as aggressive as that exactly. peel. But so what could we expect 
from that peel. Um, I, I feel like he did answer it, but in my head I was kind of like, I guess it's kind of going into like the post-care after care. But if I were mm. to get like a light peel versus that d deep derma peel, Absolutely. what would the client kind of expect that to look like? Yeah, so for the lighter peels, I've been doing lighter peels, like I said, ever since I started being a medical esthetician. How I kind of explain them to patients is a lighter chemical peel, you're not going to get that physical peeling or that exfoliation. You're not going to be sloughing off skin. It's more of that micro exfoliation where you're just going to get that nice, dewy, glowy looking skin. There's no real downtime with a really light peel. You might look a little pink for a couple hours. You might get a little dry over the next couple days. But other than that, there's no real downtime. That's why patients love those ones so much. Whereas with the derma peel, that is definitely a deeper peel as you've experienced. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you'll be peeling like a snake around that day two, day three. And sometimes depending on the patient, they can be peeling up to seven days with that one. Right. And I'll chime in now, even though I asked you, but I know the answers as well. <laughs> so, um, Miranda actually did just do a Vivier peel on me, which would be classified as that lighter peel. Yes, right? absolutely. So she did three layers of the peel and she can do up to four layers. Yes. So we did three layers. And so I'm three days after, right? Friday, Thursday. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so... My skin is definitely dry. Mm -hmm. To me, I had no, actually had no redness. I had no mm -hmm. irritation from this peel. Um, day one and two after, like you would never have known I did anything. Maybe like a slightly bit of tightening. Yes. And like my skin looked a little shinier because of the yes. tightening. But otherwise, like there was zero irritation, anything. I didn't put makeup on just because I don't, I'm not huge on makeup anyways. And mm -hmm. I don't know how to put makeup on. That's another podcast episode. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, for me, like if I was going to tell a client that they want that Vivier, I would just say like you could probably put makeup on the next couple days. Right now, being on day three, I have a little bit of dry skin on my chin and around my mouth, mm -hmm. but nowhere near the perfect peel experience at all. And if you've ever used retinol and maybe used a little too much retinol or the first time you've had retinol and you get that little bit of flaky skin, mm -hmm. that's exactly what it's reminding me of. I actually really time. like that. That's yeah. a really good way of explaining it to patients. It is totally. almost like that little bit of maybe agitation, a little dryness, you feel a little tight. But it does kind of surpass. It's not like the end of the world. Yeah, and I honestly, like, I use my growth factor serum at the end of, um, like, cleansing and everything, and mm -hmm. it feels a lot hydrated and nice. Mm -hmm. Whereas, people, if you will ever get a perfect peel, which I do love, mm -hmm. I would say by day, well, day three, like Miranda had said, I'm literally, like, peeling from my mouth outwards, like yeah. she said. Like a banana peel, like a snake, and it is... If you've never had one before, the first one is the worst. Mm -hmm. The first one will slough off the most skin. And then after that, it's still like, I would say there's definitely downtime. It's still a big peel, but it's mm -hmm. not as deep of a peel. Mm -hmm. But the results with that deep peel, for me anyways, is amazing. And it's quicker. And I don't know yet what this Vivier peel is going to give me. Probably mm -hmm. like what Miranda said, maybe that dewy, nicer look. Mm -hmm. But I would say like, if you can't handle that downtime obviously this video feels amazing but if you can the perfect peel gives results like it's fast we can't it is that. it is yeah. exactly and that's all about the consultation experience with the patient as well what are you kind of looking for what's your downtime what's your lifestyle like and then we can kind of 
just customize the treatment to them, which is really nice. Totally. And when I had mentioned, like, with the Vivier, there was no redness, no irritation. With the Perfect Peel, you're orange the day of. Yes. You <laughs> do, I would say you do have irritation. Like, the skin yeah. feels tight. It feels a bit spicy in those areas where that skin's peeling. Mm-hmm. So you really have to, like, moisturize and be okay with that uncomfortableness. Yeah. And, again, consultation, like you said, so good. And if you're okay with the uncomfortableness, you will love this peel. Like, the Absolutely. results of this peel. It's unreal. Totally. Okay, I went on a tangent because I love it so much. (laughs) So sorry. Totally, I agree. I could talk about chemical peels forever. My favorite. So, um, because we kind of talked about aftercare, but let's Mm -hmm. go a little more detailed on, like, what is the post-care look like for our clients that are coming for a chemical peel? Absolutely. So that's a great question. It's good to kind of know what to prepare for, what to kind of expect when you're getting a treatment done like this, even if you are getting a light or a deep peel. It's good to know what to do. So even pre and post care looks quite similar. We always um, encourage people not to get sun exposure just because um, we are creating damage to the skin when we are applying these chemical peels. So if your skin is already compromised with any sunburn, suntan, you can get funky results. We don't want that. We want your skin in its kind of best state, no sun exposure. It's in its own little thing. It's healthy. That's going to give good results. Um, We also usually say, depending on the patient, um, we don't like you exfoliating a week before, a week after. If you're a diehard retinol user and you've been on retinol for the past five years, I would say a couple days pre and post, I wouldn't use it just because, again, we don't want to be agitating the skin once we're putting on that acid. I myself have experimented with putting retinol on after a peel. I have really dry, sensitive skin, and it does elevate the peel, but you do expect maybe more of that uncomfortable tightness, agitation, peeling. So that's something, again, that we can always discuss with the patient if they want to elevate. And um, I always say as well, always avoid hair removal one week before, one week after, whether that's... um, laser hair removal or if that's plucking shaving waxing okay again just because if you have compromised skin going into the peel it could be more sensitive or if you get the peel then get the wax you can literally rip the skin off of yourself so don't do that that's (laughs) i've seen it more than once not fun so i definitely always reiterate that to our patients as well okay and so there's always this little rule like so when i got the perfect peel it was like, you want to do it in threes. Mm-hmm. What is what is the reasoning behind the doing it in threes? That's a really good question. I feel like a lot of treatments, it's the power of three. We want to do three Bellas. We want to do three Perfect Peels. We want to do three Potenzas. Mm-hmm. And that's because if we do it in threes, about the four to six weeks apart, mm-hmm. we're really, again, stimulating that collagen, that elastin, and reiterating that damage to the skin. That way it repairs itself. Cool. Yeah. And I know when I first got my perfect peel, I did purge. Yes. So like I had it, I loved it. It took like the most skin off my face I'd ever seen in my life because it was the first peel I ever did because I decided to just go big and awesome. do a really deep peel for the first time. <laughs> yeah. And then I had like a fair bit of acne, but I'm acne prone. Mm-hmm. So that would to be expected. Yes. And then they're like, yeah, you got to do another one to get rid of that purge. Mm-hmm. And then like I honestly, after the third one, I felt like I didn't have acne for like six months. Like it was, for, for sure. me, it was incredible. For sure. Incredible. And that purging <clears throat> process is, again, something to expect. I know some people have this 
kind of thought process of like, okay, well, I'm going to go in, get my chemical peel, my skin's going to look great, awesome, and then that's all I have to do. But you do have to be careful if you are acne prone. It can bring up a lot of that acne that was brewing. And sometimes even with pigmentation, it can bring pigmentation up as well. Yeah, so some people go in again. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So it's that first pass that you're right, it's more aggressive. Your skin's kind of like, whoa, what's happening? And then it just kind of gets into that routine of like, okay, we're just exfoliating. This is what's happening. Let's get let's get our poop in a group. Well, let's just peel that skin. Exactly, off yeah. I love it. Okay. Um, is there any like myth busters that we should talk about for chemical peels? Yes. So this kind of reiterates everything we were talking about, but this is something I always talk about my patients with. I think we've all watched that episode of Sex in the City where Samantha gets a chemical peel and her face looks crazy, raw, yes. painful, and she has that event to go to and she's wearing like that black veil over oh, her yes. face. I definitely did see that episode. And it was so crazy. And unfortunately, I think this has led to many misconceptions about this really fabulous treatment. So many people don't realize there are different depths to peels, like peels have zero physical peeling, whereas the deeper peels, yeah, you might look like Samantha from Sex and the City, you might have that really raw sloughing off, but um, there's no no one peel for everybody. Yeah. And um, it's important for a patient to tell you, okay, this is what I have coming up. I do have an event I want to go to. Okay, good. Let's not do that deep peel. Let's just keep it really nice and light. And it's all about education and expectations. If someone who has never come in for a chemical peel or has never done anything to their skin and they're like, let's like go crazy, let's do the deepest one, we really need to deconstruct and see your history and maybe just start with maybe that Vivier peel and kind of see how you react, how you do, Mm -hmm. and then we can go forward. That's kind of my best kind of two cents. Yeah, no, that makes sense to me. Okay, cool. I love it. Well, this was a great topic. I hope that everyone decides to come in and get a peel. Yes, it's that season. <laughs> it is peel season. So yeah, okay. Thanks so much. That was wonderful. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Let's uh do this again sometime. Sounds <laughs> good to me. Stay tuned everybody for the next episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye.